Hello? Hello. You always, it's so funny. You have this little smirk after you say hello. Like it's like every time as if it's the first time you've ever heard it. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Here we are. Back in the old living room. This is like the pandemic days. Yeah. The internet started in the basement. Great. Started in the basement. Now we're in the living room. Oh yeah, we were in the basement. Another year we'll be in the attic. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what are we chatting about today? So you just last weekend did the uh, Frogman Five K swim Mm -hmm. in the Boston Inner Harbor. Harbor. Boston Harbor. Where do they throw the tea? That was in that harbor. I feel like I didn't see anything about that. You know what, what I mean? Like a sign? Like, yeah, like here's where, where we, we the fucked up the Brits' tea. No. There should have been. There was no, I don't know. Anyway, you swam a 5K. Yeah, so it was, this is an annual event. I mean, they, they also do it in Tampa Bay. I'm not super familiar with all the details of the Frogman, but apparently this was the Fifth, fourth, fourth, yeah. fourth year in Boston. Okay. Um, I did actually meet the man who started it. Um, basically, kind of cool story. He mentored this kid, and yeah, let's. I want to get into that, but yeah. Anyway, so this swim um, last year when I was finishing up or had just finished my Ironman, it was kind of timing and different things. I had seen um, this go on last year and then I was doing Ironman and I thought it was just obviously an amazing way to support our friend Sarah and it was a great fundraiser. Um, And then after Ironman, I thought I'd be down to do some kind of swimming event. Yeah. I remember you looked into... Oh yeah. I was like talking about like a six mile swim. Oh my God. Really? Yeah, like I, I remember you. I wanted to do a long swim, a marathon swim. Well, not a marathon swim. But isn't that what it's called? Isn't I guess marathon swim is technically it could be anything from like, I think six miles to whatever. But there are people that do, like twenty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swims. Not yeah, they're that. crazy. But because I had really enjoyed swimming, I felt like it wasn't. It's not really like as hard on your body. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'll just roll right into a swimming event. Since and you then, already had all of this swimming yeah, fitness. Yeah. 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 And, um, and that was really the most enjoyable part of the Ironman. Right. Um, and then, yeah, the opportunity to be on, Sarah was creating a team, Sarah Wilkinson. So she sort of stepped up this year's um, participation. Yeah. And literally her organization is the Step Up Foundation. Um. And put together a team. So there were a couple of people that had already done this, um, you know, in conjunction with the Step Up Foundation last year. But now we had a team of 10. I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but there was a robust group of people that were all either swimming. And then there were also kayakers. Um, so I was on that team. I agreed to be on and swim uh, for this it, it was for the Step Up Foundation, but we all raised money ultimately as a group for the Navy SEAL Foundation. Right. 
Um, but what was unique about this is that her team, we were all paired with a family who had lost um, their, in this case, it was all men um, to um, death, you know, to suicide. So that was a pretty unique situation. Yeah. Who were you paired with? Right. So I was paired with David Metcalf. Um, his, I got to meet and get to know David through his spouse, Jamie. They live in Chicago. They have a son. Um, and so through the training and through this process, we were really encouraged to obviously get to know the, the family, know this person's story. Um, and it was a really emotional way to honor this person and also, you know, to, for their family, for them to be remembered, for someone to do something specifically, something challenging, something uncomfortable as a, you know, I don't know what the, as a, what the right word is, but in honor of their life. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was really an incredible uh, group to be part of and definitely honored to be able to be on that team. So that was the story. We all, as a team, raised over $30,000. Oh, wow. And I think the whole the whole day, that group that swam, I think there were 76 swimmers, raised $180,000. Yeah, wow. So, so that was the event. 5K swim, you swim. It's the only swim they allow to cross the harbor twice. So you kind of swim in a big square. You, swim a, you start on the side where the airport is. You swim across mm-hmm. uh, to the seaport. And then you swim over and then back across the harbor and then back to where you started. So um, that was definitely a unique experience as well. Yeah. The weeks and months leading up to the swim... What was oh, going through your yeah. mind? Oh, yeah. Um, Th- is That's the longest you've ever swam. Yes, that is the longest I've ever swam. The distance was not the issue for me. So okay. Immediately go as fuck yourself because well, I 50 just, meters for me is tough. And Yes, well, you've swam three times. So... <clears throat> Yeah, it it was like, it was, I don't want to say it was like any other event. It was not like any other event. Every event I've done in the last few years, let's say, like these endurance events, half Ironman, Ironman, uh, four by four, um, you know, there's been a a reason, a, a purpose to them. And then this was no different. And, um, yeah, there was... But not every event you've done has had some sort of fundraising. No, no. Of. I just mean there's been a per- like a purpose. Like even Iron Man, it was, it, there was an internal sure. driver. Um, and then 4x4, four four was there was a purpose connected to um, veteran mental health. Same right. thing with this. Right, right. You know, so... But for, for this, I do feel because there was this one specific human and very and a cause like very close to our hearts from Sarah, from your experience, like it being able to talk to 
um, Jamie, that throughout the training and all my issues and doubts, which I'll get into, was definitely a strong, like it just shows how much the purpose and the, the, the intent matters. Yeah. Because a few weeks before, I'm just trying to think back to when that was when we were sitting in the gym, I always have these episodes of doubt. Mm-hmm. When I sign up for things, it's fine. I sign up, turns out, clicking the button, paying the money is not that hard. Yeah, anybody can do that. Putting the date on the calendar, great. As the event, and even the training, I enjoy training. Yeah. As these events get closer, I start to spin all these things in my head and doubt and panic and whatever. And for every event, it's different. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can't even identify what I'm actually worried about. Right. In this case, it became, it wasn't the distance. It became the cold water. Mm-hmm. It, it was, I don't even know, any number of things. Well, what was it though? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it was mostly the cold, a little bit of the distance, the environment. It, you know, it's not going to be... It, there is a there is there was like some pressure to to how's it going to go? Yeah, There's yeah. always this like yeah, how is this sure. going to go? What is it going to be like swimming in the Boston Harbor with? Yeah. You, yes, you can from a safety. There's like you had a kayaker, you could hold on. I wasn't afraid of drowning, right? Which arguably would be more legitimate. Like like yeah. you, if you were doing this, you should have legitimate concern. Like I might not make it. That would be reasonable. Right. I would need swimmies. Yeah, for me it was like. I just create this doubt and I find something uh-huh. because I swam in this temperature two years ago at the half Ironman. And what was funny was at the time, the temperature was really a non-issue because Up in like plastic. Right. Because uh-huh. I was so worried about my swimming ability. Right. Now swimming ability, that box was checked. So of course let's find something to worry about the temperature. Yeah. Um, if we could just pause for a mm -hmm. second, I think it's, you know, I think it's important to highlight how, when I'm hearing you speak about this, and this is the first time really that we've actually like, because it just happens to be debrief. Anyway, Mm -hmm. this, this, this notion of your intent, your purpose and your reason and your motivation and inspiration, like basically like why you were doing this event provides a current. Right, and we'll use this metaphor for mm-hmm. because we're swimming, and that can fuel and drive and guide you as if a current would. And yet, there's also the current of doubt, right. and that can exist in 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 some ways, maybe not head to head. You know, two currents like. Yeah, like, they don't mean like they're a, colliding. But. Right, it doesn't mean they're colliding. But it might create a cross current mm-hmm. and kind of you know push you off course, almost like almost kind of like a like a riptide mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, when you get stuck in it and trying to fight it <laughs> versus allowing whatever one of the currents is to guide you and get out of it. Mhm. But I just think it's important to highlight how part of the benefit of events like these 
part of the value of having your intent and your reason and what you'd like to not only extract out of it, but also sort of uh, dedicate it to. Mm -hmm. And then how that contrasts against how you're able to come up with reasons for doubt, Mm -hmm. reasons for concern, you know, all, Mm -hmm. all of that. Well, the one doesn't eliminate the other. Right. That, that's the point. It doesn't. Yeah. And, but that's kind of the point of doing this stuff because you're, because that is, that is the thing. You know, it's not the lazy river where you get in and there's the current is protected and you're in a channel and it just mm-hmm. guarantees you get from point A to point B floating about. Sure. It is the heart. There is cross currents. There is wind. There is choppy. And that's there what's is, also attractive about it. I mean, I would be disappointed. It would not be as fulfilling. It would not be as special. It would not be as meaningful if it was just, hey, on your own at your local Y where you always swim Mm -hmm. in a pool, just complete a 5K. Like you wanted to. Yeah. I mean, yes, we we can. If you're interested in that story, go back to episode whatever, Iron Man. Season two. Yeah. I mean, and. And um, and in that case, I didn't have, it was all an internal purpose. And it was much easier, it would have been much easier to let myself off the hook because it was like all I was going to do is let down myself. In this case, that purpose was definitely a, a driver to say like, well, you are doing this for something much more important than yourself. So get get the fuck out of your way. And like, yeah. this is more important yeah. than your doubts and fears. Yeah. And, um, and that's, part of the point right you know that's if it's all convenient yeah what are we what are we doing um and that was what we talked about with the four by four by 48 the income it wasn't the hardest thing in the world it was the inconvenience in this case like i'm glad it was cold if it was a leisurely tropical swim um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it could be summed up as saying, like, we do hard things not to have easy experience, not, not, right. but don't expect easy experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, well, oh, you know, I can do hard things. We do hard things. Okay, fine. And then when it becomes hard, it's like, well, what the fuck? I'm challenged mm-hmm. by something. I'm struggling with this. I, I, I'm, I'm, this is hard. It's like, yeah, no shit. Right, and that's where all the good things happen. So before mm-hmm. the swim... Sarah got us all together and um, the the group that was swimming on uh, for the, for her team. And what's funny is she referenced a book that you've read, the comfort crisis. um, And I've started reading and she met the author and he talks about a concept that we've, you know, known about before, but he digs into the concept of the Misogi, which is a Japanese concept and basically it's once a year or whatever the frequency is but on a regular basis putting yourself out there doing something challenging you know one of the things of it is like not necessarily training and preparing to know that like oh I got this like there should be some little bit of question doubt pucker factor as we say oh okay yes um yeah, it shouldn't be like, oh yeah, I can I swim five k in the pool every week. What's the big deal? Right. It, it, there needs to be a little bit of that unknown and sort of oh shit. Yeah. Um, but that that is really 
the essence of being alive and not to take it to an extreme, but we've talked about this on, on this podcast when you talked about your psychedelic experience, but not in a morbid way, but people who have brushes up against near death experiences or being able to experience kind of what that would be like, it is a reinforcement of how important it is to live life. Mm, which is heavy. Yes. There's a bird, there's everything we've said this, but there's a burden, there's a heavy burden of responsible for life. Mm-hmm. You hear like, oh, live. And that's like, sounds yeah, like a light and thing. It's like, and, and you know, just in my experience, mm-hmm. I never fully appreciated the gravity of that. Mm-hmm. The density of of life of of of, right. of 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 all of that, and pain is certainly part of that. Yeah. So these experiences, feeling the cold, you know, putting yourself in something hard, knowing like I'm, I'm really like tired of swimming, and I'm in the middle of freaking Boston Harbor, and like you got to keep swimming. Yeah. Finishing that, you know, it. Those are all knowing you did it. Even the, for me. I will say a lot of the part that's growth is overcoming my own mental prisons that I create. Mm. Like coming out the other side and being like, okay, I, I did do it. I did work through that feeling of paralysis where like, I can't do this thing. I, I what, what am I doing? Why did I sign up for this? What? And then knowing like, okay, I, I was able to, have that feeling and still show up and do it yeah it wasn't you know and that's i think really yeah been valuable so yeah the misogi principle is great um it's it in many ways it's what maybe we should just say yeah it's like what yeah a lot of stuff it, between like, the ears oh, does is, you know and that's what yeah. we do because yeah. Some of the and some of the events that have run and workouts held and online stuff and programs and Sisyphus is a great example. People are like, I can't do that. Well, Sisyphus is cool too because I was thinking about it running yesterday because, well, whatever, I won't spoil it, but it isn't something people train for. No, and that's it's the point. Just, and you don't really, you can do it without training. Now, Ironman, I wouldn't suggest someone show up untrained for Ironman. This is something, it's going to be hard. You don't need to train for it. And it's going to challenge you. You're going to wonder if you can finish it. And that, and that's what's kind of what's cool about it. Yeah. And the, the, the odds of failing or not successfully completing need to be high. Like, that's the thing with it. Mm-hmm. If it's like... If it's just a matter of it being hard, but six, but but successful completion is like guaranteed or pretty much known, like it'll be hard. Like for example, Murph mm-hmm. as a workout mm-hmm. is not Masogi, right? Right. Because everyone knows that they're going to be able to do it. Now, if you can't. Mm-hmm. Right. If 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 you're just if you've never done a pull up in your life, well, right? Yeah, I think it's it. dependent a little bit on the person. It, it it is to an extent, but my point is is that it's not just a hard workout. Yes. Like yeah. 
it's it's something that you're you you if you never if you do any of these experiences and one of the things that we do decent amount of t- often but also often in the shadows is try stuff and fail mm-hmm. and yeah that's part of it right like like in this oh no it's not failure no yeah sometimes it is mm-hmm. and that's not a bad thing but there is that element of like well i went i went after this thing and yeah. no it didn't i didn't finish it or do whatever right and so the risk of not successfully completing it needs to be legitimate like flip of a coin high yeah you know like hey this could go either way obviously you don't want it to be something that's dangerous and right. life-threatening the, the joke and is, irresponsible not, not the joke but his whole thing is like and the other rule is like you you won't die yeah. doing it yeah yeah and so you know that's pretty that's pretty cool for for that to be yeah to and be i mean we are going to have him on the podcast but probably the highlight of the day i think the most you know amazing part was watching our friend peter um finish yeah um you know like he i don't know that he knew that if he could do it and he did it and that experience for everybody you know and and it's not it's definitely challenging sometimes to not judge and and i know Go on. Being transparent about, I struggle with that. Um, And it's not about judging people's ability or I do understand people's challenges and such. Sometimes it's hard to not judge someone who doesn't ever try, who has full capability of their body, who is kind of just, wasting it um like most americans yeah and that's what i mean like i don't like i saw this guy today walking smoking a cigarette along the side of the road and again i know nothing about this person's story so it's more so like of a human experience not this person Mm -hmm. but just like and he was not a fit human and Mm -hmm. i and i had this like weird thing where i was like i wonder if this guy like if if you took this guy on like we're going on a five hour ruck like he's not gonna die, maybe. But just like for people to never even, t- you know, for people to just take for granted their body, or and and I guess the thing about not judging is, someone could say that about me, my potential with my body. Maybe I'm selling myself short. Maybe I'm not doing enough. But but the sad part is, uh, we do have an ability to do good, to take care of our body, and there are people that no matter what they do they will always have a limitation and it's, and they're still willing to try something. So I I don't know. Yeah. But I think that kind of goes back. I think that kind of goes in line with like the Mm -hmm. Louis Simmons ethos of optimal, not maximal. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if he, where, if if he continued to use that, but that was always like a big thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, what is optimal? What is maximal and lifting for optimal you mean if I if I'm doing enough to fulfill my potential? Yeah. So like right. for you, it might be like, hey, your maximum. Well, you don't know what your max. The thing about potential, yeah. and Jordan Pearson talks about this. Like the thing about potential is you don't know mm-hmm. where it ends. Right. So to say I want to reach my maximum potential is actually a limitation because your maximum, in some sense, would be a known point 
upon yeah. which you arrive at. Anyway, yeah, okay. a little, Not little to weird. Not get into philosophy. But I'm, but just, I'm saying, just saying. But, but well, right. I understand what you're saying. But, mm-hmm. I think the, the the sort of the point is, it's yeah. like, but this optimally living or optimizing it doesn't mean you have to. It, it doesn't mean that this guy has to be a stud athlete. No. But. But but, but, don't but, but working against your, yeah. yourself, right? Because yeah. there is, and that, that is a thing with, I think it comes from gratitude. And yeah, you know, judgment, like, of course, you can still observe. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously a tough thing for yeah. a lot of people to observe non-judgmentally. That's mm-hmm. meditation, that's compassion, that's all these different things. But when you, I think, are in the presence, when you dedicate your physical form to some sort of transcendent experience or positivity and you and you ext- and you experience the benefits of that mm-hmm. and you're moved and inspired by others right. who have a story and a set of challenges that you're like well my shit's nothing not to say it's better than or worse but like but like objectively mm-hmm. you have full capability of your body peter does not right. you have a supportive husband who can mostly supportive, who can kayak next to you. Yeah, there's others. That Sarah do. does not. And what you have, and mm-hmm. when you are grateful and appreciative and aware of what you have, and you recognize the value and the sacredness, really, of it, yeah. and that's contrasted against pissing it away. Yeah. I think that's a very, very hard thing. And, by the way, you are, you're a fitness professional. Mm-hmm. And the line, we don't have a wait list. The line's not out the door, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and so there's this, and then, and oh, by the way, and there's this whole health thing mm-hmm. where we're still not really talking about health, you know. And um, and yeah. I think that is a tough one, but anyway, yeah. stepping off the box. Yes, we need to reel you back in. So it was another piece that sort of as the, this event, the uh, impact you have well hold on a second hold on hold okay. on it's not, not about me there's a couple things i want to touch before we talk about me okay thank god you mentioned the water temperature yes it was not that cold you were concerned about that yeah what did you what was the water temperature 62 64 well where six, you got in it was 64 60. probably out in the harbor was maybe 62 mm-hmm. it was not below 60 not below 60 and so basically a bathtub um, not a bathtub. I mean, I mean, I, I'm f- not gonna lie. I dipped my hand in, and it felt pretty warm. Bill says the person that at the pool at the YMCA, which is, I'm just gonna say it's six seventy six degrees. You had some issues getting in at that temperature. So anyway, no, every, every man knows the critical area where anyway. it goes from do like tolerable to oh my god, what okay. I just ate an icicle. So. Yeah, it was not, what's so strange about that, and this is the, it just amazes me how strong the mind is, how it can work for you and against you. Sure. I have swam, I have jumped in the fjords in Norway. I have jumped in the fjords in Norway in the winter. We have swam in the fjords in the summer. That water's cold. It's cold. I have gone water skiing and you have to like fall or start in the water, all these things. And I've taken cold showers, all these things voluntarily. Uh-huh. For no reason, really. Yeah. And it's, so it's not, 
like I have a fear of the water. There, there's nothing, and cold is, it's cold. Yeah. It is, at that temperature, it's not painful. It's just really cold. And um, yeah, so it, it was really like this. But per- what was the fear before of the cold water? Was it hypothermia? No, was it, it was I mean- just like, this is going to be, this is what it was. What's that going to feel like? So on, so Denise, um, Thomas, and Ashley, um, they they also participated, and it was sort of funny because Ashley's like a, a very good swimmer, swims a lot. Denise is not a good swimmer. This is her own assessment. She's not a swimmer. She's done this. This is her second time, and she was telling us that on the way to the the event that day she was like really in her head about the cold and she was trying to picture and imagine like well what's the cold gonna feel like yeah and Ashley thought that was like funny like why are you doing this this is ridiculous and that to me made sense like that's what I was thinking what's that gonna feel like what's it gonna be like it's gonna be uncomfortable but at the same time I'm someone that chooses all the time to do these uncomfortable things yeah yet this water temperature and I and I think it's to the point that that was the one thing I could like hook into and and kind of work against myself with. And I always find something. Yeah. There wasn't like I, I built up this capability to swim 3.1 miles without stopping and not have any fear or issue of that. Okay. I like, so let's see what else can I find? Oh, it's going to be cold. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, and it wasn't, it, my feet went numb. Yeah. And that was it. It was fine. My face yeah. was cold for a little bit. And um, I will say for me, and this is nothing. There were, you had was, a wetsuit on. I did have a wetsuit on, yes. So it's not like it's like no wetsuit. I mean, wear. there was a girl there that didn't wear a wetsuit. Yeah, I saw. There was a girl that didn't wear a wetsuit. There were a lot of people that wore booties. There was everything in between. And that's like people's personal preference. For me, I was, I, I did need just. I re- I do know I was being ridiculous. I was creating this story and this whole obstacle. So before the swim, I had borrowed booties, a thermal hat, and I did decide for myself, yeah. for my experience, okay, you don't need those things. And I like chose not to wear them. And I was yeah. happy about that because yeah. it's yeah, not it was, it's was... not about like whether someone should or shouldn't have. But for me and my own, because I'd built this up. Yeah, that was part of what you I kind of had to say like, Right. Let's, you know, be uncomfortable. Yeah. Do this for yourself. So. Right. So that was the water temperature. Yeah. Okay. Um. In the distance, not a problem. Yeah. No. What was it like swimming? You know, next to me in the kayak, but mm-hmm. also, you know, you had so we put a, a st- there was a. The uh, Sarah and the team had made up small American flags with uh, with a, like a wooden dowel and a picture of the person you were swimming mm-hmm. for. In this case, Dave. What was that like when you had that literally flying next to you during the? Yeah, I mean, it was talk about like a constant reminder. Um, it was it was two things. One, I knew going in. Every time I thought about the swim, as much as I thought about, there was like the part being freaked out about the cold. There was also the, 
realization like this is something so much bigger than whatever the fuck you're freaked out about and this is for you know Dave's family and Dave's memory and then there was the third part that was very like relieving knowing like you would literally be right next to me and you've always been supportive and I always feel like you're there and we've done some things together but not like this this. and in this case it was every time I turned my head and breathed for the most part I saw you and I was reminded and you were really there in like a completely unconditional supportive role and and yeah it was an amazing job like you were citing for me like this is the direction we're going and all I had to do is follow you right um which was a really one time I'm not sure where you were going well, that's that a really back. Okay, you weren't next to me. Yeah, but you were on the uh, that's starboard why you side. need a sight. Anyway, well, so that was. Um, I mean, your job was actually really important for thank me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and it was, yeah. You know, we've obviously been through a lot, and we've always been there for each other, and it's been really hard sometimes. But it was, it was an awesome experience to to share to to really share that like yeah um but yeah and the the flag and the picture was was really special because it was there when it was harder colder you're kind of tired it was just this like wake up of you know just to be in it and remind a reminder so yeah i mean you know, I think that's a great parallel as well that, you know, for me, you've been my, you've cited for me for, for a long time. And the understanding that someone, in this case, me physically, but mm-hmm. also with the, in honor of, you know, that, that human, that connection piece. Right. You know, that that that's there and where it is so important. And this is obviously an event where it's not only a safety thing, but also, you know, a whatever completion thing, but like having that, like being a site for someone and, and also having people in your life that also help site and maybe yeah. not so formal as far as, you know, coaches or therapists or, or whatever, but like people do that for people. That's kind right. of, where there's so much, it, it, there is so much, we need that. It's a natural yeah. thing. Yeah, and I think when you look at these communities of people coming together to do this stuff together, you know, one of the things I was thinking the night before or that morning was the realization that everyone getting in that water, maybe not, some of the seals are really good swimmers, but most of the people getting in were, there was some trepidation. There was a little nervousness. Right. Like everybody's in the same boat. And sharing that, and we talk about community, and I think it's, community is like an incredible word, and it gets used so much that it's sort of a little watered down, I think. Yeah. But that ability to have a community of people who are pushing themselves, challenging themselves, doing important things for their own growth, to honor other people, being inspired by people. And you look at 
those communities, even in endurance, like before this event, I watched a couple documentaries. We watched a couple documentaries. And um, yeah, it's just amazing what someone being connected to other people, how much that can be inspiring. Mm. And sure, the documentaries we watched, the two things those people did, this one woman who, Kim Chambers, who did a marathon swim from the Farallon Islands to San Francisco, 17 hours, 26.2 miles. Um, like that is not something I will do in my life. Good. The other one, 100 meter underwater, under ice, no wetsuit, not breathing from one end to, to she got to 100 meters in Finland in the winter. <laughs> um, I will also probably not do that. Right. But like, it's incredible that those stories are out there and what humans are capable of and it does inspire and it does. And there are, and you said this this morning or last night, you know, there, there is a lot of negativity out there. There's also a lot of positive and inspiration and it is ultimately up to us like to look to those people, look to what's possible or not. And, Look at not even like negativity per se, but just wasted BS or even like you were saying the news today, just like what it's got. Like you can get in a loop of despair or something that really shows what humans are capable of. And yeah, and when I think you feel that burden of responsibility to live and the gravity of that, you know, that's also part of that is with you know contained within that is also your potential to be a source of inspiration for others mm-hmm. too. You don't have to be Tony Robbins, you don't have to be an influencer. No, yeah. But you can be a light. Yeah. And who knows who who knows how and who you're providing light for. Um but that is something where I do think it's important to take that on. And if it's like, well how the hell am I going to motivate or inspire anyone it's like we'll start with you start with yourself and you don't even know you don't know what that's going to do for anybody else who is in in your energy field and all of that and 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 it could be a look it could be a look it could be a statement it could be something you you probably don't even recognize Mm -hmm. yeah i mean some of the stuff some of the feedback and not to but some of the feedback we've gotten of how maybe something you did or we did or I did was impactful for someone, often it's like a little bit surprising. And you're like, wow, really? That yeah. that was something that meant something? Like so um yeah, I think, you know, it was it was really an important day and yeah it was cool i am going to take a little break i think oh my god thank god from <laughs> events just from training for something i think for me yeah there's like a good balance and too much of a good thing is you know yeah so. i mean you went pretty much well you you, you had a full iron man train up mm-hmm yeah it was like the half there was the self thing there was the full there was the four by four there was this so it's kind of been like back to back to back and uh yeah i think just kind of recalibrating is good but it's certainly 
tempting. Really? You're feeling that now? Yeah, just like, oh. What is it? Uh-oh. What is it? What do we got? No, just, you know, and, and for me, like, a lot of it is always going to be endurance events. Okay. Just, I just think they're, you know, they are that length. There's that, and we've talked about this with some of your things, um, and what Between the Ears does, like, you're just not getting the fluctuations, the depth, the experience, the growth, the doubts, all those, that range Mm -hmm. in something that's an hour or less. I love endurance events, whether, regard. I love long Mm -hmm. duration events events because no matter how good you are, you can't hold your breath that long. Right. And, you know, and that's where so much of that value becomes yeah. like, whoa, you know, and I want to coach people or whatever in, in a session, in an event and in, in whatever. And I've learned this. This has been something that I've continued to learn and relearn and experience and use to mm-hmm. my benefit, either in athletics, selections, whatever, different things. Right. When you're doing something hard, when you're pushing yourself, when you're really kind of at that point where you, yeah, you where you question threshold. yeah if if, yeah. if this is sustainable or not um everything you've done to that point has has gotten you to that point right. and now you've arrived yeah and that can be without a that second. point again it's sort of like did you did you get the experience right but you need that time so that means so that the endurance stuff is definitely and that gives you that because you can't hold your breath yeah i mean sure the long sled stuff um i see those things less of like a train up more of like a like we did we easter we just went out and did a two-hour sled push that's more of that like let's see how this goes um that was hard yeah it was really hard but i wouldn't say like i don't have an interest in training up for a marathon sled push I don't have that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. But but it is interesting because I'm always, when an event is coming close, it's like, okay, when this is over, I'm like, just need that freedom from it. And then it's over. And it's like, um, but yeah. I think it's important to be productive in that time where there isn't an event and recalibrate. And then, because if you jump right in, yeah, You're I just think never like, learning to... and, and I'd have to think a little bit more about it. But like, I think that you know, obviously, the like the dopamine process when it comes to have something, I have a motivator to do something. Mm-hmm. That's the dopamine one hundred and one motivates you to do, and then there's that fall off, and yeah. that's where the spike can kind of come in, and then and then that 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 high of the dopamine. Uh, anticipation or whatever mm-hmm. becomes the hook, becomes the addiction, becomes the oh, I want that. Sure. But then on the other side, and the the sort of nasty side, of, the nasty other side of dopamine, in that is the low, the low, yeah. and the so, higher the high. We also were talking about this after Iron Man. The lower the low, yeah. you cra- you're climbing. The higher you climb, the yeah. longer the crash is yeah. going to be. So, yeah. but um, but now mm. for your thing so one of the well 
kind of to tie back to two podcasts ago, we talked about you. Last podcast. I was think. it last podcast? Yeah. Last, yeah I just last tried season. to forget last, last season. Last podcast because it was just a, what it do they call it? A dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were talking about, and this has been something you've talked about for a while, but now I think you're actually actioning it. Um, doing you actually starting to train for something because unlike me, yeah, you haven't done that. No, um, and something outside of your comfort zone, something that involves learning, and so perhaps that it, you're still tinkering with things, but you would like to also do participate. This yeah, and that requires. I mean, and I don't I say need to this. Learn how to swim. Yeah, right now, when you say you need to learn how to swim, if someone were to watch you swim from one side of the pool to the other, they'd be like... What is wrong with him? No. They would say like, oh, oh, yeah, he's... Dying. You look like you're doing freestyle. However, it's sort of what's happening inside that they don't see that's the problem. Like, Well, it's what's not happening inside, right, like, which is Like breathing when I said, and... did you breathe? And you said, I opened my mouth. Uh-huh. And I asked, like, well, did you take air in? Um, cannot confirm that certainly didn't feel like so we need to build up but that's kind of a fun I think that could be great yeah and then Toby planted the seed of a hundred mile Toby by the way I'll just do the hundred mile with you oh my god Toby yes completed 15 his 15th 14,000er along the west Post, yeah. I Mount think it, Shasta. That was his Mount Shasta culmination. Was culmination. If you missed that podcast, yeah, listen to that. Listen to it because yeah. it's talk about like people who inspire and yeah. have purpose. And yeah, do over a decade. Yeah. I think it was about a decade plus. Yeah, maybe a little bit more. But yeah, I mean, and that's I think going back to like you know Toby set out on that. Ugh, man, this is what's so cool. Toby set out on that thing with. A friend, I believe two friends of his who are no longer here. Mm-hmm. We'll say 10 years ago. He had no idea that he would then inspire me, you, whoever else listened, both on the podcast and then with the completion. Mm-hmm. And I guess that is kind of part of this, of that thing, you know, like doing, particip- actively participating in life. You just don't know what that yeah. sort of, you know, butterfly effect or whatever else thing is going to be to to change peter same thing and we'll definitely have yeah. him share his story and not tease it or anything because yeah we're not the one the... that's it's but his story but to go back to when i was we started the podcast today um kind of where this this swim came from this navy seal was kind of mentoring this kid who said he right. wanted to be a navy seal he was 10 he was not a fit kid not into sports this guy gave him his email. The kids started emailing him while this guy was on deployment and he was sort of mentoring him. Fast forward to this kid going to high school. This guy said, Hey, listen, you got to join cross country wrestling and swim team. If you want to prepare to be a SEAL did it. The kid went on to like when he was, I guess, preparing to go into the Naval Academy or I don't remember the whole timeline, but he wanted to do this swim as a, not just a train up, but as like a something meaningful and um did he want to do it with any sort of gold star situation or was it just i don't think at the time it was we kind of our conversation got sort of there was awards and things happening so we kind of got cut short but just that notion we were saying like so that interaction yeah fast forward 
what has transpired, the lives impacted. Um, and that guy could have easily not given the kid an email or well, not what, really written back and forth because it's like, oh, what's one kid? And sure, here, do this kid and good luck to you. Well, and I think what's what's common, at least in my experience, is somebody reaches out to you mm-hmm. and says, hey, I want to be a Green Beret. I want to be a Navy SEAL. I want to go and I want to be mm-hmm. what you were or did. And it's like, all right, cool. Send me an email. Mm-hmm. Tell me why. The amount of people that have reached out. Yeah. Well, it's a filter is one thing. process. It's just like, I want to do this. I'm going to sign up and pay the money mm-hmm. and then don't right. do it. Right. And so, yeah, that guy mentored him and did whatever. But that kid actually did it, which mm-hmm. is rare. Because the amount of people who then send an email and say why, and then say, okay, great, meet me here or there mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, or, or, or can, can have more than like, what, like versus just, what do you want? Miss, like, sure, I, I sure. now and now you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they, you have they, to go they through it. The process. You want to train? Great. Got a place for you. Mm-hmm. Got a way to do it. But what are you willing, what are you willing and able to do? You're able to do a lot more. It's usually a function of of, of willingness right. or a lack thereof, and that's okay. That's why there are mentors mm-hmm. and 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 these types of things. But that kid actually, you know, did it, and because yeah. um, the amount of people that you know have reached out to me and said, "I want to become, a, I want to be in special forces." Well, and let's take it a step back, even like that's that's in that realm, and I'm and this is not a judgment. It just goes to show how hard it really is to do something outside of your comfort zone that is going to require some work that isn't just checking a box. But there are a lot of people who have said to us, written to us, whatever, after watching our videos or something we've done, like, oh, I want to be part of Between There's, I want to do that. But that gap of like, but I have to kind of leave the side of the pool. I have to leave this edge and what I'm comfortable with and what I've been doing and my routine and mm-hmm. I know this stuff and I'm good at it and like I got to go in there and I've never been there and what's this stuff with the sleds and yeah. what do you mean and and that and again not as a judgment but that gap is a real thing and I guess the thing to point out with this is or the thing to make the point of is everybody feels the discomfort of that gap totally it, that's not like a you know oh you've got special genes just like Everybody likes chocolate chip cookies, and the person that's not eating a whole sleeve every night, they don't have some special genetic makeup. It's what's their relationship to it? What's important about not eating the cookies? Whatever. Yeah. So I think that can be a positive for people to realize, okay, like I said that morning, everybody's nervous. Mm-hmm. That can be something that sort of alleviates, like, okay, it's not just me. Mm-hmm. And it can also be debilitating because it's like... You know, if you let that sort of control you, that fear or that discomfort. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I think it's, it, it's so hard. Um, and I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to throw the controversial All right. card out there. Here we go. It is kind of like in a CrossFit gym. People want to say it's uncomfortable. We're going to do, it's the flying the uncomfortable flag, flying the unknown. But... Wow. 
but it's not because anytime we've stopped posting workouts, anytime you've told someone, hey, why don't you use this piece of equipment instead of that piece of equipment? Anytime you've put someone in a different position in the gym. I mean, like, I like to stand here. Well, why don't you stand over here? No, no, no. I got to stand here. I got to put the tape. I got to get the chalk. I got to put the special shoes on. And then it becomes like, well, now perhaps when you first started this, you had to cross that gap. Mm-hmm. But now you're back on, you got to like, as you develop, like for you swimming, like now it's sort of like, okay, well, what, like maybe I'm just saying this is just an example, but like, yeah, there there has to be, as you grow, you have to stay aware of what that gap is and kind of what you were saying last night, we we were walking like, yeah, like putting yourself in that discomfort, that sort of learning, not just being at the top of your game and like, cool, I'm good. I got it all figured out. It's like, well, that's not really the goal. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have that gap, if that gap's not in your life, that's saying something. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not saying something about, you know, you as a human being, but like, you know, if you're interested in growing and there's plenty of times where it's like, look, I I can't tend, I can't mind that gap now. Yeah, yeah. And that's got it. You know what I mean? Like for sure, understood. Right, because on the other side, it's people that every day they're going to make it this like, well, you know what? I was getting up at four. Let's set the alarm for three thirty. It's like that—that's not. There's a living of life as well, and so there's the balance. Yeah, and yeah. so where's that gap in my life? You know, and that's something that recently it's been, you know, you know, going back and finishing my master's degree, and that program was pretty freaking intense for lots of different, and a lot happened, and blah blah blah. But also recognizing that, yeah, you know, I, 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 I want something that highlights the gap. Mm-hmm. And from just for me, doing a, let's just say it was the marathon mm-hmm. sled push. That was an idea. I don't know if I could, like, on the turf with with this sled situation, oof, I don't know, like... Well, There's, the other thing is, is that process really what you want it to be? Like, you're comfortable with the sled. That's what I'm saying. I, I can like do. It's still in your uh, realm. That's still in my realm. Yeah. I know what that's like. I could finagle some things. The environments, whatever. Um, yeah, I've done some ridiculous things with the sled and long distance things, and mm-hmm. you know, even even like running, like you know, r- running a marathon on the Air Runner having run a cumulative total of one mile in the previous six months. Mm -hmm. Like, but I've run my whole life. Right. And running is part of our DNA and how we have evolved. So like Mm -hmm. some of that's like, just don't fucking try to stop. Right. You know, and, and you can do it. Um, You, you, how is it that everybody somehow knows how to run? Uh You know, we don't know how to swim or jump from a plane or, you know what I mean? Like different things. And so, um, Point being, that gap for me, it's not like, oh, I want to do, you know, like, a, for example, like a powerlifting meet mm-hmm. could be something be like, oh, hey, you know, you want to, you've never really lifted heavy before, right? That's a gap now. Yeah. But if you do strength training, it's like, yeah, and you could say maybe that's non-committal right. it's and, and different whatever. things and different nuances. But yes, for yeah. you, the gap, for people who are listening, like, oh, I wonder what my, you know, looking at something, if you think about it, like, e, I don't know. That's probably a good place to start. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and, and something small and just start with something 
that's a little gap and then you build it doesn't have to start with the grand canyon no but i think that's kind of a cool thing to encourage people if you haven't read the one if you know you can go to frogman you can go to the step up foundation you can go to and and look at kind of read about um what both of those organizations are doing and then two that book uh, comfort crisis or you can look up Masogi and there's all kinds of things actually the original Masogi has to do with like a cold water water exposure yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah I, I love that I've actually you know because Omar told me about the comfort crisis book whenever mm-hmm. how whenever that was and uh me, and it was good and I think you know and Goruck they were big on getting it out there and it's a great book it, yeah. it, it really is it's an enjoyable book and when he brought up the Masogi thing, I had heard of, obviously, not right. obviously, but I had heard, I knew of that concept previously. And, you know, a lot of it is influenced a lot of between the years events. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there, and anybody who's done one has, right, yeah, has experienced like, oh, yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And so, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I, and so I love that term. And, you know, I just hope that it's not, I hope it doesn't get turned into, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're like, kind of to your point with CrossFit, where it's like, oh, we're we're yeah, doing, like doing hard, we're things. doing the hard things. Yeah, it's like, so. yeah. But it's also kind of like it doesn't really matter if the person has the right intention and wants to pursue it authentically. Who cares for sure. what the rest of the world? For saying? sure. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, so. I I'd like it's like, it's the same thing with psychedelics though. Preserving the Sanct the sacredness, mm-hmm. the sanctity, the heritage, and of right. course, it's important for some of these compounds to have the sustainable. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, if a, if they could be made in a laboratory and it doesn't wreck the local environment, like yeah. okay, so there's always this this kind of mm-hmm. you know tension between pr- preservation and sustainability mm-hmm. for to get to the mat. You know, so I just I, I just hope it's not commercialized yeah. in the yeah. sense of oh that was yeah, tough. Where it becomes like, watered down yeah because yeah. like yeah anyway yeah um so yeah so so the swim and then yeah uh, and then maybe so the by the next or, podcast well god only knows when that's gonna be well it'll be in a couple weeks yeah it needs to be in well it's weeks. kind of i kind of in thinking about sitting down with peter and getting to know his story and and having him share it and watching him now. I've had the mm-hmm. benefit of watching him in two events mm-hmm. now. Really? You're going to say no? Like, don't do the swim? Like, mm-hmm. I can't personally. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I think you've committed to the swim. It just, if you do a run or something. So, well, to be, to, to stay TBD. tuned. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else, though? We've got some upcoming stuff. Yep, we actually have, well, I don't know, I can't remember what we said last time, but you are, speaking of the Sisyphus gauntlet, you're going to do that in July. End of July, you're going to launch that again? Yeah, end of July. I'm thinking about doing a a one-day Misogi Sisyphus. I was actually thinking, I was like, that would be cool to do all those things in one day. I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. In, and I think I'm going to do that when Andrew's here. Yeah, so we have a some of you who follow the podcast or the uh, social media. Andrew Callendash overseas; he's coming to the to the U.S. and you guys are going to do some training, hang yeah. out, eat yeah. some cinnamon buns. But that could be cool. 
to yeah. have that. So if yeah. you're interested, curious, even if you've done it, I was thinking the other day it was a cool thing to have. That's a really cool thing to do. A year later. Every year. Yeah. Um, was that we've finalized our Between the Years seminar, which is kind of like a little bit of the a one-day thing of bringing together, explaining our methodology really is what it is of the physical and the mindset and that we're going to host one uh, ourselves, I think at the end of August. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for that date. It'll be a one day uh, workshop. There'll be a workout, there'll be lectures um, for coaches, for individuals, for whomever. But then we're also going to be doing some at other gyms. So, um, but definitely keep an eye out on, our Instagrams. Yeah. And um, if you want to get involved and you're like not sure where or what or how, just message us. Say it again. The best way is the breakthrough program, formerly known as the practice. It is. Yep. I have slashed the price. It is $200. I guarantee. Yeah. It's, awesome. it's actually $199. I guarantee if you show up, with if you show up for yourself consistently yeah. for one month and previously it was three months and well i get it and that okay be so so the breakthrough program though how many workouts is it now 12 okay so it's 12 workouts you can do it at your own pace yeah. i think originally the idea was well, it was dripped out once a week. I, I It was too much, honestly. It was too much. It was like, by too much, I mean too many logistics with... Yeah, I mean, that's fine. What it was doesn't really matter. But what okay. I'm saying is how you can approach it now. People can do it... I mean, yeah, you could do one a day if you want. But You could. But it's a workout that corresponds directly with this mindset you've set up. And they, they like, it complements each other. It's a really... Yep. It is like a movement metaphor for the mindset. There are some journal prompts. So if you need help with like, you know, getting going with asking some questions, there's even that. It's a really great way for people to work on themselves in a consistent manner that has guidance that's not maybe hiring a coach. Yeah, I mean right now. Like so like it's great you'll get 12 experiences that will show you something. And the most powerful things are things that involve you. Mm -hmm. And in many ways, things that you create also and you experience versus being shown something. Yeah, yeah. And, or like, or, or be told something by somebody else. So this is like, hey, here's what you're going to go do. Mm -hmm. Go do it. And they are challenging workouts. They're not easy workouts at all. Mm -hmm. um, not all of them are, on equal levels of, of, you know, challenge. Right. But they're all above. They're all actually also user friendly. They're not yeah. easy, but they're user friendly. In other words, if you're like, well, I don't know how to snatch. Or I'm not really good at clean and jerking. Don't worry about don't it. Worry. You're not doing it. That's not what's in there. Yeah. So, but that is a really good, if you're looking to kind of start somewhere, it's a month, it's $199 or it's 12 weeks or whatever you want to do it in. Just do it. Just do it. And it's a, it's also worth mentioning, I think, that we appreciate it as a way of supporting. Yeah. Like, honestly, we need support. Yeah. And, uh, the you know, we don't do ads or, from, like, anything like that. And it's a way of, it would be a very, it's a way of supporting 
either the podcast or the social media stuff yeah. or whatever. And if you're listening still, like yeah. that's a minor miracle too. But um, and you don't have to live here to do it. So if you're found, yeah. if you have a friend, or, yeah, 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 it, it's so it's pretty remarkable things. what what and and I think you know the other thing is like it's remarkable what people have found and discovered for themselves versus being versus you know kind of learning from science telling us some scientist somewhere discovered something mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like yeah, yeah reading something on like Instagram. andrew huberman can tell us a lot of awesome stuff about right. science and what's what people are discovering and, and and there's value to that that's that's awesome experiencing something within yourself is totally different yeah you know and yeah and 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 that that has been what really people have 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 benefited from yeah. so yeah that's a great place to start so cool yeah if you have questions reach out on wherever instagram email all that all righty then okay. until next time bye